Welcome in to Your Retirement Untangled with Andrew Nida and Mo Param. Welcome to Asset Management Group's Private Client Podcast. Andrew Nida here with Moise Param. We hope every one of you guys are doing well. This is effectively the last show of the month of May. And I can't believe it's already June. And it's right before Memorial Day weekend. So I think first and foremost, we want to just go ahead and get it out of the way and wish you guys a fantastic Memorial Day weekend. This is the unofficial start of the, of the summer. The unofficial start of the summer. Yeah. Yeah. And without saying, I mean, beyond that, just a super thanks for, for all of you guys. We, we, we work with many clients who have uh, served in the military and, and or have family in the military. Correct. Or have family in the military. And for those that are living and for those that have served and lost their lives, just a special thanks. You know, obviously, sometimes we just think about this weekend as a, you know, a fun barbecue weekend. But that fun comes at a cost. That freedom right. comes at a cost. So super thanks to, to everyone um, who has served and and know someone that has served for sure. So, well, have, hey, have you ever thought about serving? Ever? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, if you're a young man, it's always like, you know, coming through school, it's like a young man's dream kind of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I flirted with the idea for a little bit. Two of my cousins um, served mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just listening to their stories, you know, as a teenager, I, I thought there was that there was a slight chance that I would do it. That you go that direction. I would. Yeah. 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 I think so. You know, and, and in some ways I think probably if there's ever a regret, that would be one thing that I, I think looking back, I would have enjoyed, you know, going down that route and, but you know, you never did. And, and fortunately there's a lot of people that have, and uh, I have a lot of friends and families that uh, family members that have as well. So, um, yeah, just super special really, you know, to dedicate your life to that type of cause, right? you know, and we all appreciate it. I wasn't able to be here last week. And so I wasn't, uh, able to give you guys a quick, I want to give you guys a quick update. Cause I got a, I got a super proud dad moment here that I think is worth talking about. So we just wrapped up all of the end of year school activities. Okay. So starting with the youngest, Jake, Jake received the camps champ award for all of third grade. And the camps champ award is covering extracurricular classes such as art, music, science, um, and gym, and just some of those other activities and stuff. So he was listed as the most well-behaved. Jake? Uh, I know. That's <laughs> I was like, hold up. <laughs> what kid? Is this my Jake? <laughs> he said most well-behaved uh. and most uh, highest participant voted on by all teachers. Wow. I'm like, that a there boy, you, go, you know, maybe it's just at home. You guys ever experienced that where like your kid leaves and you come back and you're like, ah, uh, and then the people are like, oh, your, your child is fantastic. So respectful. So awesome. And I'm like thinking, yeah, I trained them that way. And then behind us, I'm like, what did you change? <laughs> <laughs> did you morph into something different? No, I love old Jake. He's doing great. And then Benjamin. Okay. Benjamin, my middle son, for you guys out there that uh, you have had more than one child, you can totally laugh with me on this. Benji's like the typical middle child, right? He plays that middle child syndrome to a T. Yeah. You know, he just kind of, he kind of hides in the low light, doesn't, you know, he's just, he's just kind of quiet, doesn't have a lot of friends. The other two do, the other two participate in a lot of activities. He's kind of just, he's just that even kill. So I was super excited to see him get recognized as 
all of fifth grade, he received the principal's award. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Okay. And so the principal at Adairsville Elementary School, this was her last year. Uh, she's been there for 25, 26 years or something like that. And this was her final year as a principal. She's hanging it up, moving to Florida. And so along with that, for her to nominate her final fifth grade student of the year principal award and for it to be Benjamin, I was like, oh, because he is that kid. Like he's just, he's consistently a good person, you know? I mean, yes, he's a kid and he messes up, but for him to get the recognition, I mean, super, when they said his name, cause we weren't expecting it. Of course, Amy immediately started crying. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, of course I was on edge too. And I'm thinking super proud dad moment. And then my oldest son drew, He's just the guy that that he constantly delivers. You know, he got uh, all A's. He's ranked top 10 in his class, killed it academically, participant in all the ath- athletic activities. Say, and athletically, I think the most Im- impressive part for me uh, with Drew is three-sport athlete, mm-hmm. straight A's, good kid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a, a I, I go back to at his age, right? Could I have handled all of that pressure? Oh man! And he seems to handle it. You know, he's done super he's well. So well, he's done so super well. well. And and just got to give it to him because sometimes with that with that with that child, you know, parenting is so interesting, right? And kids are so different. But with Drew, you you tend to not over reward because there's almost an expectation that he just will deliver at that level, but you discount sometimes the effort it takes. Right. Like it, he still puts in a lot of work to get there, you know, and uh, he took uh, some high school courses this year. And uh, one of them bring, being uh, high school algebra, it's a AP class. And he, his grade, his final grade was a 99. That's insane. Yeah. So just, yeah, he just, just did well. So anyway, you know, not to brag, but I guess it's okay <laughs> to brag every now and then as a proud father, my yeah. kids worked hard, they did well. And uh, so super thankful from that aspect. But That's awesome. anyway, want to throw that out there, living with the end in mind. Okay. The concept that you presented last yeah. week mm-hmm. coming from the book, strength to strength. Yeah, yeah, you know, after we, you know, we, we we both listened to the the Andy Andy Stanley podcast, and Arthur Brooks, the author of this book, um, was on, and you know, for you know, twenty twenty five minute podcast, you know, the things that he was saying that he said, you know, really resonated with with where we are as a firm, mm-hmm. uh, but also personally, and you know, from strength to strength, understanding, you know, but really the premise of the book is understanding that at certain points of your life, there's going to hit a peak. Mm-hmm. And that peak may come sooner than you actually realize it. Mm-hmm. And then once you hit that peak, what do you do with life afterwards? You know, the book starts off with, uh, uh, you know, he was on a plane with him and his wife. He was eavesdropping on, uh, on a passenger sitting behind him. And this older gentleman said that he felt that his life at this point of season of his life was at the end of the day worthless. Mm-hmm. He's better off dead. No one, no one will ever rec- uh, remember him or, or even uh, uh and, or ever forget him. And, you know, this guy ended up being a very prominent guy. He never says, the, uh, uh, the author never says who this gentleman is, but made references that everyone would know who he was. He almost had a wow moment, like like the plan lands and the lights turn on. And after this ride, listening to this conversation between this man and his wife, he had basically built this image of a person that he thought, that, you know. I feel like it's Warren Buffett. I don't know. For some reason, I don't I feel know. Like but he said he stood up, turned around, and the image in which he had, he was obviously shocked That's to it. see who it was. Right. And this person was a well-renowned, world 
renowned individual that changed and made a, you know, a lifetime impact, a world impact with the life that he lived. And so you're right. He goes into this research of like, how could this be possible? And of course he's a, you know, he's got a doctorate in psychology and, and so that's his, you know, that's his, his career. So he Mm -hmm. starts diving in. Um, but yeah, interesting start to the book for sure. And what do you do? Like, what do you do with your life once you've understood that this peak is happening Mm -hmm. and then using that strength of understanding that this peak is happening Mm -hmm. to your next strength and transitioning to the next strength. And so, yeah, it's essentially living with the end in mind, which was, you know, the, the start of this conversation, well, last week's conversation and for the next, possibly next few weeks of, you know, how do we, for our clients, how do we plan for them Mm -hmm. with the understanding that we're not only building for a success, uh, a successful life today, Mm -hmm. we're ultimately building for a successful life down the road. Right. And a lot of, a lot of the strategies, recommendations that we implement, we start off with the end in mind. That's exactly right. And build backwards. That's exactly right. And it's, uh, you know, when we talk about, first off, let me just throw this out there as a, a quick side note. When we talk about books that we're reading and stuff like that, once again, the invitation is always open. If you're listening to our show and you're a client of ours, which obviously you would be if you're listening to the show, and you ever want the podcast that we reference or you want access to a book that we've referenced, just let us know. Shoot us a quick message. It's something that Mo and I are passionate about and would definitely love to to send your way. Um, so if there's something you ever want, just, you know, send us a, send us a request, text or email, and we'll, and we'll send one your way. Um, but, but this book, uh, you're right. It's got us locked in on focusing on the end and then making the right decisions today, which is essentially planning. Right. right. And, and so, you know, one of the things that we wanted to share today is just kind of a story. We're, we're, we're going to tie it into different, almost like different investments really, mm-hmm. and tie it back to investing. And I want to use a, a story that actually came about this past week um, that brought up a question about an annuity. And, and I want to use it in the form of explaining the end in mind. Okay, so help me out here, Mo. So, okay. so the, the story was, was, or the question that was presented by a client, and if that individual is listening, he'll know it's him, um, is that basically they were notified that their pension is being froze. Now, this individual is not at retirement, plans to work several more years. So what a frozen pension means is that the vested value of that benefit is fixed and will not accrue or grow the longer this individual works. And so what the financial institution is basically coming back, as you see very often over the years as pension plans have slowly become more obsolete, is that these companies see the value of basically taking advantage of of this, let me get my money now type mentality. And so they offer a lump sum and hopes that people will take it in exchange for sacrificing this guaranteed income stream. Okay. And so the client comes to me and asks a very simple question. Andrew, this is what I'm going to get in retirement if I wait and get this pension. It's not going to go up. It's not going down. This is what it is fixed. It's froze. But if I get this amount in a lump sum, how much would it need to be to replace that benefit? Okay. 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 So, so Fair question. Fair question. Very simple question, yeah. right? So obviously we're thinking about a pension style investment like a income annuity, which, which income producing annuities are something that really we just as a firm haven't participated much in. And yes, we have from time to time, there's a, there's a place for it within perfect, within certain scenarios and, and plan designs. But it, I would say it's definitely less frequent. 
Right. Um, Especially recently. Right. Right. It, there's some challenges with, with a, a, you know, you're going to dig deeper into it, but one of the reasons why we haven't done it is because the environment that we've been in over the last, you know, four years really hasn't uh, proven a, a, a wide benefit for a large, large amount of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I mean by that is just the interest rates that we've seen a very low interest rate that exchange for the income really hasn't been that attractive. Mm-hmm. And so now we're in a new season where interest rates are very favorable, which makes these type of strategies and these type of products more favorable if you're looking to do something like uh, this gentleman is trying to do now. Yeah. And so, you know, what we're doing is basically going to the drawing board for this client. And and let me just throw out a few things that you need to have in mind if, if you're a client that's considering this type of investment. Obviously, with a pension, the nice thing about pensions, and you can see it so clearly for all of you guys that have them, okay, it's very easy to witness and to watch. But what the pension does is it just provides this like ease and comfort surrounding your retirement, right? It's like, eh, I got a pension. I got a pension. I got a pension. <laughs> and it, and, and, it, and it, But there's a lot of value there because what it does is it just allows you to know and to have the confidence that the bottom line, how much I need to live and to stay retired is solidified. It's done. And so there's no variance out there, up or down, bad or negative news that's going to penetrate or impact mm-hmm. that number and that check. So there is a lot of value outside of just the numbers. But, you know, from a financial planning perspective, as investment advisors, people that specialize in, you know, quantifying the value of an investment, we haven't, we want to see the value of it mathematically. So we go to the drawing board and we say, okay, how much would it take to recreate $41,000 of income eight, nine, 10 years down the road? Okay. The investment that it takes in an annuity today, an income annuity is $250,000. So if you are 67 or 57 years old and you could spare carving out 250,000, and you waited till you're 67 years old to take the benefit, you've created yourself your own pension worth $41,000 a year. Mm. Okay, now, right out of the gate, I'm thinking, I didn't expect that. That, that that's, that's a pretty healthy exchange. Right. So then we go to the, the calculator to try to figure that out. Yeah, so, okay, so if we, if we go to the calculator, say, okay, what type of investments or how, how much of a return do I need to receive to produce that same $41,000 of income without using an annuity. And the, the number was amazing. The number was startling, actually. 7.1% every single year for the rest of your life. Without mistake. Without mistake. So when I say 7.1%, this isn't a 7% average rate of return, you know, where there could be fluctuations. This is 7% every single year for the rest of your life. And that would generate the ability for you to get the seven to get the forty one thousand dollars ten years later, it's and incredible. and it's incredible. And and even that it, that even has a, 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 a you end up running out of money in, in that scenario at age ninety eight. Mm-hmm. So even if you live to ninety, yeah, there's no principal. Left. There's no principal left. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, so it but it's still a, a likelihood of to age ninety eight. You know, think about that. You know. At age 85, 86, 87, you're still invested in a way for you to get 7% return. 
Yeah, that's crazy. You're still taking on that risk. In, in a world that, that we live in today. Right. And not, okay, so so obviously Mo and I are predominantly equity guys, right? We love the stock market. It's what we do every day. We enjoy it. Uh, all different types of alternative investments that surround the stock market. And and so what do we do? We say, okay, well, what would that do if you just purely bought the S&P 500? And here's what's crazy about it. And I'll sum it up with this one statement. If you were to go back 40 years and you put that 250000 in the S&P 500, and you were to live out the 40 years of the S&P, so that's 1983 until 2022, Yeah. okay, that time frame, and you compared it apples to apples against that annuity, okay, this income annuity that we're referencing. At the end of the day, if you cycled through those returns, you would have a 56% fail rate. Meaning that if you took the S&P 500 over the past 40 years and cycled the returns at different variances or different sequences, then you would have only been successful 44% of the time. Mm. That's crazy. Okay. So, so the point is, is when we're talking about the end in mind, we're not promoting a specific investment on the show. Okay. We're just saying how your financial advisors think, how do we think? And we're going down the road, and this is just a great scenario that even sometimes, you know, the, the, the relationship between us and our clients, it's mutual. Right. You know, we need to be challenged always, and we need to challenge you guys to consider to be thinking out of the box so that always your retirement is at the forefront of our thought and mind to ensure that you live a successful retirement. And so thought we'd throw it out there just as an example. Great yeah. story of the week. Yeah, you know, like the, uh, like financial financial planning, everyone knows, right? It's it's personal, and we customize and tailor everyone's financial plan based off their story. And this this example right here, this gentleman's story, really warranted the conversation of whether it made sense mm-hmm. to take a lump sum and invest it in the market, or some of it in the market, or do we solidify an income plan for him and his and his wife moving forward? Mm-hmm. And they, and you know they can sleep at night knowing that their the fundamentals of their income is completely satisfied with a portion of their assets. I would be willing to bet if you asked if you asked you got you asked yourself okay if you could go back ten years from now at the age of fifty five and say man what if I took twenty five percent of my portfolio two hundred and fifty grand and I would have put it away then. And my check today would have been $41,000 a year from it. You probably look back and say, yeah, I would have done it. Probably would have done it. Probably would have done it. So anyway, great, great advice. You got anything else for the week show? Uh, No, no. no, uh, Obviously, um, the the big conversation we've talked about for the last few months is the transition from Charles uh, TD to Charles Schwab. So again, um, the first week of June, which is actually coming up next, Mm -hmm. uh, next week. Yep. Yeah, next week. Um, expect to see um, notifications via uh, advisor, uh, advisor client website or your advisor client app. Notifications um, pushed out from TD Ameritrade and Charles Schwab with some more information, more data um, about this this transition. So, um, again, that's that's uh, the countdown starts next week as, as far as like the 90 day countdown towards Labor Day weekend when the entire transition will happen. Yeah. And then and then also we'll be sending out a video email next week. Keep an eye out for that. 
we'll send out some text reminders to, to make sure you guys watch it, ensure you watch it, text. Uh, the video emails is the way of that we're communicating. And then just a super thanks, everybody. We've talked about this transition to our new trading platform. Right. So many of you guys, as far as the first phase, have completed the DocuSign request and have helped us make this a very, very smooth process. A lot of efforts that, that our team and staff are working on behind the scenes here. And phase so, two is next week, right? Yep, phase two is next week. So many of you guys that haven't received the documents, you will be receiving them. Make sure you knock them out. Ask if you have any questions, but just help us continue to make this a smooth transition. Again, our, really our team member, it. Kayla Hayden. So the DocuSign is going to come from Kayla Hayden, who's helping and assisting with the DocuSign. So again, as always, if you see a DocuSign and you're just not quite sure, uh, just reach out to us, let us know, and then we'll, you know, we'll let you know. Um, it's the right one, but it's coming from Kayla Hayden. That's right. That's right. All right, guys, listen, have a fantastic Memorial Day weekend. My my word of advice for the weekend, very simple. Put your cell phones down. If you got grandchildren, children, nieces, nephews, put your bathing suit on, do a belly flop, get connected with your old school self and get out and have some fun and enjoy being intentional with those that are younger than you and help them enjoy and have a fantastic weekend. We love you guys all and uh, be blessed. Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Param provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company or enter offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.